1: Hello everybody and welcome to Trove Yours. this is episode 445, I'm your host Chucky Mick, alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, it's Alex. I don't know how this week has gone for you guys, but it has been another
0: beautiful week here to retake Tsushima in the name of Jin, away, taken away from the Mongol to prevent the Mongol
1: invasion of the mainland Japan, it's just beautiful. He brings the awesome every week, it's I yield to no one.
2: You know... I was just watching a dude like BMX through a town and some third world country downstairs and down a mountain. And that's cool. All right. You got to have some balls and- to
0: BMX down a mountain. Cause you know, one, one hitting one rock the wrong way. And you're tumbling face first into uh into serious injury.
1: All right. Let's get into our I into love a how account. you give us
0: shit for sometimes not commenting on things, but then you know we have little conversation starters that I try to feed into, and you're just like, "Oh, well, this is awkward. I don't know what to say."
1: Well, you just answered your own question. It's awkward.
0: We'll feed into it. That's that. I mean, be like Conan O'Brien and feed into the
1: awkwardness. It's endearing. Uh, no, because Conan O'Brien sucks. That is rude as shit, and incorrect. Oh, that's that's just your, that's like your opinion. Oh, man. don't
0: tell me you're a Jay Leno guy.
1: Uh, I was definitely a Leno over Conan.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: How many times can uh, you be wrong on a podcast, Tricky? We need a counter, we need a ticker
1: to go up on this. You know, just so you know, I had something special planned for you and I just didn't, ran out of time to set it up. So, it's coming, just know that our updated trophy count i am above 56 total trophies of 13196 with a plat count of 244 yes i have a new platinum alex
0: i'm not even going to ask because i honestly don't even you know care what which new is. platinum is uh, you know what it is what's
1: that you know what it is
0: uh maybe i think homer posted a, a new platinum but or maybe that's you did. I don't know i wouldn't pay. no, he, no you would no, got any shit want-
1: for coming in third place
0: Oh, but we talked about that last week,
1: didn't we? No, I I didn't. No, no, I said I should have it by next week. Oh, all right. Well, yes,
0: I do know what you're talking about. I am level 31 with a total trophy count of 7,002 total trophies and a platinum count of 104 and 103 games.
1: Yield your trophy, sir.
2: Level 30. Trophy count of 6, 6, 9, 9, and a platinum count of 110.
1: You know you got a 69 smothered inside of a 69.
2: I do. See how I did that? Well, only Abrams. only a true, truly awesome gamer can do that.
1: If only you guys were awesome at Rocket League.
2: Did you watch us this week? We were this, kicking this some is, tail. This is talk well, coming from somebody who plays 1v1.
1: I don't play 1v1. Uh, no, I'm only giving you shit. Because I actually didn't watch the whole stream, but I did watch uh, some of the stream, but I noticed that I was only hearing Homer because you two forgot to turn on your settings allow your voice to be heard.
0: Oh, I thought... I, I turned on two of the settings, but... So, okay, I need to, uh, I guess, do that. I didn't even think about that, but I did definitely go in, and we had to screw with my settings because the microphone... Uh, and I'm not going to talk shit because Tricky sent me this, this headset and this microphone, so I am grateful for that, but just it took me forever to figure out... How to use this microphone with the PlayStation Four? Or PlayStation Four. It's one of the ones you plug the uh, the cable into the controller, and um, it just I, they couldn't hear me. So I, I was toggling the switch for the microphone on and off all the time, and just didn't seem to work. And then finally, after ages, it finally decided to work. So we did have a little trouble with that.
1: Yeah. Just so anybody knows, uh, if somebody's streaming, and this I'm telling this to the listeners, and I'm telling this to Allison and yield at the same time. Uh, if somebody's broadcasting from the console and you're inside of a party chat, in order for the Twitch chat to be able to hear you, you have to go into your party sentence and uh, go into the party, go into the party sentence and check the box that says, allow your voice to be heard. Otherwise you only hear the people that have enabled that. So the whole time I was watching you guys stream, all I saw was, all, all I heard was Homer talking to you guys and I had no idea what you guys were saying. That's Okay. We were communicating. Man, I had some really good jokes too. Yeah. Well, oh, they didn't hear
0: tr- yield. They didn't hear my tricky joke when we scored the goal. When I dedicated that goal to the Fuck Tricky Society or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that that is the one bummer.
1: That is lost to the internet. That's all right. We can do. It oh, again it's okay. Next That's week.
0: what next week. Next Thursday is for. I can dedicate yeah. every goal to that club.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, you guys also got to start watching the Twitch chat too.
0: Well, I mean, there's no way to pause the online game, so we have maybe a minute in between sometimes at most.
1: Hey, a minute is long enough to read the, the couple messages that came through because there, there was actually a guy that wanted to play with you guys, and I, I talked to him for like a half an hour in the Twitch chat, and I gave him the information for the Facebook group and the website and all that stuff, and I explained who I was, and then I told him. Did you tell you know, him I you were a
0: chump joke- extraordinaire?
1: No, but I did I did make a joke about how you guys suck, and he goes, that's not right. You That's not that's not cool, dude. Don't do that. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> because our 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 fans, our our viewers, they know what's up, and they know to read your bullshit from a mile away.
1: Yeah, well, that the whole reason he wanted to join you guys is because he wanted to help you guys because you guys are getting your asses whipped.
0: What are you talking about? There was one. We lost one game six to one, but every other game we won at least not half, more than half of our games, and all the other losses were by one. By so, one.
1: No, you got your asses handed to you. Bullshit, then you, then you, Tricky.
0: That just shows that you weren't watching uh, most of the stream. You
1: No, I, I'm telling you. You got your ass whipped, and then all I heard was Homer say, do you guys want to play these guys again? Okay, you guys played again and got your asses whipped again. Bullshit. I, I, it's recorded. I can go back and replay the, the video. Okay.
0: So you're basically generalizing I, our entire Thursday night on one game, saying we got our asses whipped?
1: Well, let's just say this: in all in the two weeks you guys have streamed, and in, in all the footage I've watched, you guys have lost every single game I've watched.
2: Wow! Well, then e- quit watching because we we have, we won over half our games uh, Thursday night, and we and only one of those games did we lose by
0: more than one
1: goal. Uh, I I will go back and watch the the uh, the broadcast, and I will. I will validate you guys next week if that st- seems to be the That's case. That's fine. See, this As is why Donnie always argues with you because two. you say
0: stupid shit off just out of your ass.
1: I, I all I can speak on is what I saw, and what I saw was you guys getting your asses handed to you.
2: Well, we did the next to the last, second to the last game. We did. They straight up stomped a mud hole on us. But then the next game, we we they beat us in overtime by one.
0: Every every game that we were in, besides that six to one game, was competitive.
1: All right. Well. Go watch the Twitch chat. That's at twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer every Thursday at 7 p.m. or thereabouts until they decide to sign on and start playing. I mean, we he were on
0: at 7. It's just my microphone issues. We were trying to figure that out. It's the first time I've ever used a microphone. So, I mean, I could figure out most of it. It was all, you know, it was all pretty like, um, what's the I'm looking for. It's all pretty obvious on how you, you deal with it because, I mean, you just plug in a few things here. You just plug in the mic here. So uh, it was just getting it to work and get it to where they could hear me. Yield helped a lot with that, with the party chat setup, up. But uh, yeah, I mean that was a big, it was a big, the biggest issue us starting after seven was that we were just trying to figure out my microphone.
1: Uh, did we read Sid's trophies yet? No. Sit is level forty-one, total trophies of nine thousand eight hundred seventy-five, with one hundred seventy-one platinums. Yield, let's start with you. What have you been playing, sir? So
2: I've been playing some Rocket League, which, um, if you all watch the Twitch stream, we actually did play really well. Um, besides from what Tricky says, oh, and from the, uh, the one viewer who wanted to join in, send us your PSN, and we'll, we'll hook you up. We'll, we'll run, a... we'll, we'll, run some 4v4, because Tricky's afraid to.
1: No, no, Tricky just needs a day off. Uh, Tricky is off Tuesday this week, so in... Not this week, not next week, but the week after I'm joining you guys.
2: Okay, that's fine. You be, you better bring your uh, A game because you're, I, your your I always bring my your, your DF game isn't going to fly with us. Um
1: uh, my uh, my DF game? Yeah, your
2: DNF game. Don't bring your ratchet Clank you racist I'll game to you our need rocket to bring league. Bring
1: your, your A game.
2: Um, been also been playing some World of Warships and of course some Ghost of Tsushima.
1: All right, Alex.
0: Playing some Rocket League with Homer and Yield, and very happy with our performance this week. We played a lot better this week, got much better results. Also been playing Ghost of Tsushima, trying to. I'm on the second act and the I guess the second section of the island. And yeah, I'm actually pretty deep into that and I hopefully within the next week or the next few days I'll be moving into probably the next week because I'm tr- I got to clear off the rest of the island. I'm trying to as I go get all like do all the side stuff, find all the Inari shrines, find all the Shinto shrines, do all the haikus. So as I'm playing the missions, I'm trying to clean up a lot of the collectibles and everything else. So it's for me I'm going to try to get this in one run. I'm trying to get everything I can in one run, but I should be to the third act here within the next week. So
1: Alright, and I have been playing uh, Division 2, uh, I played some Rocket League. Uh, you do, you notice he
2: didn't play with us, folks.
1: Well, because you guys never play. You guys aren't, aren't at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning when I can play.
2: Well, that's because that's because we all have first shift jobs.
1: Well, yeah, and I have uh, third shift A third shift which job. Makes, which makes it hard for us to play, that's it, why I'm waiting three weeks to play with you guys. It does make it really hard. Uh-huh. Uh and I've been playing uh, I started playing Uncharted 1 again in the Nathan Drake collection but I have a gripe that uh, I, maybe it's a first world problem maybe it's just a uh, maybe one of our listeners can offer a solution because I haven't been able to find one or google one I can only play that game on my work Playstation now that my work Playstation is the original Playstation 4 not the Pro Edition the two pros I have in my house that I have hooked up, I cannot play the Nathan Drake Collection on it because the game keeps crashing. And it's not and it crashes the second it loads up. When I Google the code, it tells me that the basic problem is that to restore your licenses, which I can't do because I keep getting an error, uh, restart your PlayStation, make sure it's updated, make sure the game's updated. But the final solution is you have to reinstall the original hard drive to the system in order to play the game, and that really sucks.
0: Never, I've never had that issue before. Um, is there a reason? Could you find any kind of explanation online as to why that might be?
1: No, because when I Google the when I Google the error code, uh, and I, I was, I don't even know if I, uh, okay, the Google the error code is C E three four eight seven eight zero. And when you Google it, it says uh, how to fix it. Step one, restart your console. Step two, make sure your game software is up to date. Step three, make sure your PlayStation 4 system software has the most recent update. Four, clear your PS4's cache. Five, uninstall and reinstall your game. And six, reinstall the original hard drive. I've done the first five steps. Can't do the sixth step because I don't have that hard drive anymore. Hmm.
0: I mean, are there any other games that you that have online or that you've noticed that have this, this issue is where you one. have to, like, if you replace the hard drive, then you can't play certain games with?
1: This is the only game I've ever had a problem with.
0: I wonder if it's, because that game came out really, like, it was, like, almost a launch title, wasn't it? It was very early in the PS4's life cycle.
1: It came out uh, five years ago, I think.
0: I wonder if all the games from that are included, like, in that. Like, if you try to play The Last of Us Remastered, if you would have the same issue, if you had an original, no, you have the original PS4, which is what can play it. But on the new one, I wonder if you had tried to play The Last of Us Remastered on a newer PlayStation, the Pro, with a different hard drive, if it would allow you to play it, or if you get that same error. Because I can't, I can't imagine that's just an issue with Uncharted.
1: Well, I've I've played The Last of Us Remastered, never had a problem with. This is literally the only game I've ever had this problem with. Uh, when you Google onto actual uh, PlayStation.com, uh, It says, uh, if the error occurs, back up your save data and then go to settings and then choose to initialize the PS4. I've done that. I've wiped the hard drive clean, started over, does not help. So if anybody else has a solution out there to figure out how to fix this, I mean, I have no problem playing it at work on my work PlayStation. It just, you know, I want to be able to play it at home and I can't do that unless I bring that, that system home. uh and i think that's all i've been playing i was gonna i i have the uh the avengers beta downloaded but i just haven't been able to play it
0: you haven't had the time or the desire
1: i just haven't had the time to play it uh division two uh they got a a, an event going on right now uh so i haven't been able to do that uh the last of us two is the platinum i got uh which there was a little debate going back and forth about who did it legit, me or Alex? No, First no, all, no,
2: no, I, no, no, no. We had this there was no
0: legit before question. on the show, and you agreed. There's nothing not legit about my playthrough. So okay,
1: again, okay, okay. Maybe maybe legit's not the right word. Uh, it seems like but, your
0: argument is that you played it more times than I did, so yours means more. Some ridiculous argument like that.
1: Yes. No. What I what I said was one, it wasn't a race, and two. The reason that you beat me to it is because you did a chapter select where I actually went through the entire game again.
0: So did I. So here's the thing. The reason that I beat you to it is because you took a break in between, whereas I did not.
1: That's That's also fair. So,
0: again, the way I did it was I beat the game fully once on normal. Then I went back and did chapter select because I was having issues with the save file. And I didn't want to start a new game plus before I went and got the collectibles. So I went and did the collectibles. VH Chapter Select, and then after that I went through again until halfway through Abby's story and did all the upgrades to abilities and weapons.
1: Alright. And the other game I've been playing, uh, which I'm a little shameful for, but I, you know... I, I'm you don't have
0: any shame, Tricky. Uh,
1: Power Rangers Battle for the Grid.
0: What, what are you ashamed about that for? Is it just an easy Platinum? Is that why you did it?
1: No, actually, I don't even have a trophy in the game yet, uh, but it's basically a fighting game, and it's
0: Is it a bad. good fighting game?
1: No, no, it's bad. It's... Well, then
0: why did you get it?
1: Uh, it was on PlayStation Now.
0: Oh. Well, it's not like you so, paid for it, although that would be, what, in the backlog beatdown, that'd be a negative one if you bought that.
1: Yes. So I wait, did. is, is I
0: PlayStation rather... Now essentially the way around the backlog beatdown negative point system?
1: Well, let's have a conversation about the the backlog beatdown here for a second, because not only do I have an issue with the the, the, the backlog beatdown, I also have an issue with the be legit back uh uh thing too. Oh jeez, here we go. Okay, don't you spit I, you in know, Levi's soup? Okay, let us let me clarify my statements here. I I give people shit about you know certain platinums and whatnot, but. Ultimately, I don't care how you get a Platinum or what Platinum you get. Get a Platinum, get a Platinum. That's my always been my philosophy. But the idea of the Backlog Beatdown is in the name to tackle your backlog. You got people that are in the Backlog Beatdown that are going onto the free services like Xbox Live Gold and PlayStation Now. And they're getting new games, not getting the negative ones and knocking out those games. Those games are not in your backlog. You should not be getting points for games that you're getting for free from a service. When you, The idea is to tackle your backlog, not play games that just happen to be free for you.
0: Well, here's an, here's an, another argument, a devil's advocate argument. So, y- is a game that you own a game that you've started and have a save file in but haven't finished, or started the trophy list and you haven't finished, as compared to games that you have physically in your house? Because if you're going to argue that games that are physically in your house count, then... People who have Games Pass, they have access... And PlayStation Now, they have access because they pay a subscription fee to all those games at any given time. So because they're not having to pay for them, are they essentially like games that are at your house. They just haven't been started, but you have access to them, so therefore they shouldn't count.
1: I think we're saying the same thing, but you used way too many words for me to understand.
0: Well, I mean, just because, like... I just don't see... I think you can make the argument there's no difference between a game that you have physically at your house and a game that is on a downloadable service that you have a subscription to that you can access any time.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll give you the argument. The argument is a game that's physically at your house is a ge- or, or physically on your system already is a game that you have purchased that you've shown interest in and said, I'm going to play this game eventually. A game on PlayStation Now, like Power Rangers Battle for the Grid... I had no intention of ever buying that game. And now I'm only playing it because it was available on for free from now. That's the difference. And you if can get is, you can
2: get one or two points by playing it and it didn't cost you a point.
1: Right. But I but outside if if I did not have PlayStation now, I would never have played this game. That's not in my backlog. That's my point. A game in your backlog is a game that you've shown interest in prior to the start of the year and that's what you're playing. I when everybody knew I was gonna be playing The Last of Us. You could arguably say The Last of Us was in my backlog because I've announced way long time ago that I was going to play it. But as per the rules, it came out in twenty twenty. I had to take a negative one. I took the negative one, I've beaten, I've gotten the platinum. But but you can't say that's forth. in your
0: backlog before it's released because I have interesting Crash Bandicoot, but that's not part of my backlog because it hasn't come out yet.
2: True. True. Technic- th- Technically, but, if, but you only- want, if you want if you to get technical, backlog should be anything that is on your shelf or in your system.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this, and I'm, I'm asking legit. I'm not, okay. I'm not trying to sway you guys in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Using what you guys just said, yes, is it not fair to say that The Last of Us, prior to 2020 was in my backlog because I've already pre-ordered it. No.
2: No, cuz it if to to use a store term, you've pre-ordered it, which is a reservation. You haven't purchased it.
1: The money came out of my account.
2: Doesn't matter. <coughs> you don't physically have it in your hands or on your shelf. Or But that's on only your, because it wasn't or that, on But your that's only drive. because
1: it hasn't But that's only because it has not been released yet.
2: Doesn't matter. It's it's, it's not a backlog. No.
1: Alex, what? How do you feel about this?
0: So, uh, this is such a silly thing to be arguing. I think the backlog beatdown, in theory, <laughs> is a really good idea, and the be legit one as well. I think they're good ideas, and to have a competition around it. I mean, we all, to some degree, we all like competition. Some people are more competitive than others, He's not which is fine.
1: An answer you, but
0: know. I think it's a good idea. I just think that all the rules that have to go along with it, and all the things you have to go like everything that's arisen from it, like all the arguments, I just think it's silly. Like I think right. that. Because so many people come at it from so many different perspectives, it's kind of everyone gets a point, they get negative points, like not everyone's going to agree, and like all the arguments that have arisen from it, just from the scoring system alone, I just think it's silly. A good idea, but I think just the it's too maybe too hard to execute because everybody has their own idea of what a point should be and what a, a negative point should be.
2: Most of the arguments are from the backlog beatdown. The legit yes. the legit side quest Levi said this is how it's going to be.
1: <laughs> and he hasn't swayed. And, and, Although and, he, had, and he did sway a little bit. He
2: did sway a little bit. He swayed with these seven and a half to eight hours. He, he, he swayed back a half hours. Other than that, these are the rules. If you don't like it, walk.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, see, now here's my problem with the be legit one. Okay? And Yield, you're going to have to be the one that clarifies what I'm saying and say that I'm out of my mind or I have a legit argument. Okay. Okay. All right. So I didn't. I don't know the official rules of the be legit. You know, uh, competition. Okay. All I know is that if you beat a game that's over eight hours, whether you beat it before or not. It so in in this case. I've beaten The Last of Us. If I beat The Last of Us remastered again this year, I still get the point because I beat a legit game in 2020.
2: I I believe that is correct. I haven't gone back and replayed old games, but that might be a little bit of a gray area that you'd have to check with Levi on that.
1: No, no. Levi's confirmed because I've gotten points for beating all the Arkham games this year, even though I've beaten them prior. Oh, okay. So, I asked him, and this is a legit question. This is where your expertise is going to come into the question because I don't think Levi fully understood what I was asking. Okay.
2: Maybe, hopefully, I will.
1: Okay. When it comes to the NASCAR Heat games. Okay. Without argument, you could say that if I finish a season, that should count as a point for beating the game, correct? Uh,
2: Do credits roll?
1: Yes, credit. Well, I don't. I don't know because I haven't actually finished the season in the new NASCAR Heat yet. But I could. you could argue say after I'm done with the thirty six races, that is completing a campaign.
0: Well,
2: it depends how are I mean, you it's, doing. It's it? essentially, you-
0: from what I can see, the story mode for a NASCAR game. Because otherwise, there's not like any determiner for. Like, it's, it's like Rocket League. Like, how do you determine what the end to Rocket League is?
2: Yeah, see, well, the, the same thing. How do you determine? like the end of World of Warships. I haven't counted. The only thing I counted that anywhere was I got the platinum for it this year because you never see credits roll on that game.
1: Well, see, that that's always been the gray area, and especially when I asked Levi this, he says when it comes to sports games, he doesn't really know. My argument would be is that if you finish a season, that's completing the campaign.
2: See, I honestly, t- to be to be fair... I would say sports games don't count. For the simple fact is, some, I, I, at least I'm thinking, I'm not really sure for for Heat, but I know like for Madden, if you play a season, you don't have to play 15-minute quarters. You could play five-minute quarters.
1: That's true. That's true as well.
2: So, I don't know. Are you playing 100% races or are you playing 10% 25%. races?
1: 25%. I'm so, doing 25% you're,
2: you're, races. You're doing 25% races. So... I if it was me and I was running it, I would say sport games don't count because there's arguments. There are arguments can be made legit arguments made both ways that I could be swayed both ways. So I would just eliminate those games from the argument.
1: All right. Well, okay. let's just for for the question of this question, let's just say sports games do count and completing a NASCAR season counts as completing the campaign. This is just for argument's sake. Is there an argument to say because there's four series in the game and they all run differently and all at different lengths? Is it is there an argument to say that if I do a dirt race, a truck race, the Bush series, and the NASCAR Cup series, that should all count as campaigns? No. No. And what's your argument against you, it?
2: You, you would just get one point. If, if it counted, you would just get one point because you've beat the game, not not you've beat each segment of each game, because then who's to say I won't go in and play new game plus and beat the game again? I want another point
1: well see that that's also the thing is I when I beat um the last of us to get the platinum, you know i I marked on it that I you know I finished it, and I wasn't expecting it, but Levi wanted to give me an extra point. No, beating it again. No. And I was like, no, 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 that that doesn't count. Like he Well, goes, yeah, but you you legit went through the game again. I said yes, but I don't think that should count.
0: Well that brings up the argument that's like, hey, you know, if you beat a game, like beating a story mode in The Last of Us and getting the platinum are two different things, I should say. Like I think that you should get at least half a point for getting the platinum, because a lot of times that requires you to do any other playthrough. I think that well, beating when, the story in, in the and Levi's the competition, Platinum in a lot of games are two different things.
1: Well, in the Levi's competition, trophies don't matter. No, trophies it's don't only, matter. It's just beating it's the game. It's only about beating the game. Yes. And see, where Levi, when we were talking about Levi suede, is I legit beat LEGO Incredibles and got the Platinum, and Levi didn't want to give me a point because uh, whatever website he goes to... Uh, said that Lego Incredibles was only a seven-hour game. Yeah. And and I argued, I said, okay, maybe if I went straight campaign, yes, I get it, but the amount of work that goes into Lego games, that you, you spend 30, 40 hours on a game. Yeah. So, uh, he that, swayed on that. And that gave that me point is, that is a LEGO terrible
0: game. game to pick in a competition scoring points where you have to beat the games... Because, again, the amount, especially like if it's Marvel-Lego superheroes, or Lego-Marvel superheroes, so much time to beat that game. So exactly. much time.
1: But whatever site he went to said that it only takes seven hours to beat Lego Incredibles, which is, I don't know where the fuck they were judging that from.
2: Hold on right, here. Let, Let's get... You go ahead. I'll look, because I know what website he uses.
1: Was it? com or something like that? Yes,
2: something like that. I have to right. I have to find it. It, it, it. Erica, here we go. I got it. Lego Incredibles. Because Ghost right. of Tsushima is supposed to be 20 and a half hours to beat the main story. Absolute so that,
0: horseshit.
2: Well, that and again, I'm taking this as all you do is story missions. You just go straight story missions. You don't wander. You don't collect. You don't do nothing. They're saying... 20 and a half hours. That's how I'm interpreting it because I'm, I'm the same way with Alex. There's no way you're going to beat the game in 20 and a half hours. But I couldn't beat the first act in 20 hours.
1: <laughs> that's because you suck. Oh, what, what are you
0: talking whatever. about? You're the one saying, oh, the combat's too hard. I can't get into this. I can't use the win mechanic See, you, where I'm like... You
1: got to stop taking every you gotta take, stop taking every insult personal, Alex. Uh, that's <laughs> what, I that's what I do. I'm fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you.
0: I take it personally.
2: All right, here we go. Lego Incredibles, seven and a half hours to beat the main story.
1: All right, look up uh, NASCAR Heat 4.
2: All right. How long does it say to beat that? All right, hold on here. I got to type it in. No, it wouldn't be how
0: much time it takes to beat it. It would just say how much time it takes to throw it in a trash.
2: It says main story, 16 and a half hours.
1: But what do they consider the main story?
2: I don't know. It It doesn't go into that much detail, Tricky. Oh, I know that. So I don't know I, what they I, would consider main story. I don't. All right. But I, hey, I, <laughs> Levi yeah. is judge, jury and executioner. So, and I and I'm cool with that. He's been pretty fair.
1: Uh, I don't know about being fair. You In just TV, yeah, you're
2: you're just trying to find every loophole you can to go screaming up the leaderboard.
1: No, no. I'm trying to find every loophole I can because there's other people in the be legit that are straight up cheating. And I know they're cheating and their day will come.
2: Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm in the top five. I'm happy. I'm doing it legit. Just like I did the trophy war. I'm I'm cool. You want,
1: you want to hear a a judgment that Levi is uh, threatening to make. That's going to piss you off.
2: Well, okay, sure. Not
1: really piss you off, but you're definitely going to be against. Okay. Let me hear he is honestly thinking about disqualifying every Telltale game from the be legit quest quest.
2: Okay, that's fine.
1: You're okay with that.
2: I'm okay with that. That that would only cost me three points. But that's bullshit. I'm okay with that. That would that, that would that would go along the same rule I was trying to make in the trophy war when I knew it would turn into the Telltale War, which it did.
1: It did. I, I exploited that. Yeah. Uh, no shame in that.
2: Yeah, and, and I knew it was going to, and I tried to make that rule, and everybody, well, most everybody was against it. Okay, fine. And it turned into the Telltale War. People were playing it on the 3, the 4, the Vita.
1: Hey, just just be glad that that rule stayed in places. That's what made us win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also, Sound Shapes, that was another MVP for the uh, the winners of the Trophy War.
1: Well, you're the only one that did Sound Shapes.
0: Yep, I refused to.
1: Because uh, I couldn't do it. Uh, what do you mean Don you couldn't me do it? It was an
0: easy game. Like, what you were asking me to do, yes, the, the Platinum's a little harder. I did get the Platinum on the PS4 version, but I only got some of the trophies in the Vita and the PS3 version.
1: Yeah. But the other side cheated during the war because they had one person do the game four times. Well, on everybody's th- account uh,
2: again, rules were not set in stone.
1: All right, we're 36 minutes into the show, which is getting to our first topic. Uh, our, you know what? I haven't even done an ad yet.
2: If you're looking to help support us more, you can always stop by our Patreon page. That address is <laughs> www.patreon.com backslash Proven Gamer. No matter what tier you decide to support us at, know that it greatly helps pay the bills and is the only way to get our newest podcast, Tricky Thoughts, where Tricky sits down and discusses current events, social issues, and much more.
1: All right. Our first topic is not really going to bring a lot of conversation, but we are delivering the news. PlayStation 4 sales have now topped 112 million units. Uh, During the first quarter of its fiscal year, April 1st to June 30th, Sony reported PlayStation 4 sales of 1.9 units, bringing its lifetime sales up to 112.3 million. Uh, the year-over-year decrease. Sony sold 3.2 million PlayStation 4s during the same time last year, and it was ex- and it was expected considering approaching the launch of the PlayStation 5.
2: But hey, everybody's ready for the
0: five. It'll, 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 let's move on. Also, we're deep into the life cycle for the four, so you would assume that the number of people out there who could buy a four has dwindled, you know, substantially.
1: Well, not. Well, yeah. When you, when you said can buy a PlayStation 4, I'm thinking financially, but... No, 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 no. like, people... A lot interest. of people
0: already have, like, most of the people who are going to buy a 4, unless they're replacing an older one, probably already have a 4. Or they're waiting, you know, until the 5 comes out, and they discount the 4.
1: Overall ven- revenue from Sony's game and network d- division was up 32% compared to the same quarter last year, thanks to a strong software and subscription sales. The company sold 91 million software, unit- software units during the quarter, uh, with 18.5 million of those being first-party titles, Sony released The Last of Us Part Two in June, which became the fastest-selling PlayStation exclusive ever by moving 4 million copies in its first three days.
0: And released the or Ghost of Tsushima about a month later, which became the fastest-selling new IP on the PlayStation 4.
1: Yes. All right, next bit of news, and I'm going to probably butcher his name, so I apologize ahead of time. Street Fighter producer Yosh- Yoshiro Ono to leave Capcom after almost 30 years. Uh, he was the Street Fighter producer and Capcom developer. He will be resigning from the company he's worked on for almost 30 years this summer. Ono took to Twitter to explain his decision. He began to bring up the challenges that the COVID-19 pandemic had brought upon the world and how it's impacted the Capcom Pro Tour and its format for 2020. He then moved on to talk about his departure and described how much Street Fighter and its community have meant to him. Quote, I've been with the Street Fighter brand for for a long time, experiencing good times, bad times, and even non-existent times. My heart is filled with appreciation to those players who have been given warm and kind support on the brand, especially little over the past decade or so as the activities on the Street Fighter brand regained sunshine and grew its liveliness. And now, after serving almost 30 years at Capcom, I'm leaving the company this summer. This means I will resign my position as the brand manager for Capcom's various titles, including Street Fighter. Capcom staff... In the new generation will continue to take care of the Street Fighter brand, leading the World Warriors. And I do believe that they will continue making Street Fighter extraordinary. I will look forward to seeing the new Street Fighter brand and how it's going to be expanded as just one of the regular gamers next time around. End quote. Ono began his career at Capcom working on Mega Man Battle and Chase for the original PlayStation as a music composer before he went on to work for Street Fighter Alpha 3. As a sound manager, he would go on to help many games including Devil May Cry, Onibusha, Resident Evil Outbreak, and more. He quickly became a fan favorite around his work on the Street Fighter 4 and 5, as as he would appear at many fan events and tournaments with a smile and wonderful energy. So there you go. Got his gentlemen. prints
0: all over Capcom. I think if you throw in Resident Evil, he's probably got all his mitts on all of the big Capcom games.
1: Alright.
0: Did it say all if right, he was sir. just retiring?
1: He just said he's leaving Capcom. He didn't say he was retiring.
0: I mean, he's worked there for 30 years, so I'm sure that he's probably close to retirement age.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he is.
0: Also, I've been working at this company for 30 years. I want to do something else.
1: Now you know how Hideo Kojima felt about Metal Gear. Who? Hideo Kojima. Who's that? What, that he wanted to leave? I'm not even going to feed into your troll, Alex. Let me ask you a question.
0: Like, I want to see this as time goes on and he puts out more games. Although Hideo Kojima, I'm assuming, he himself, is he in his 50s? Uh, I can Google it. But I would like to see if he can create, if, like, if Metal Gear Solid, like, if he was more important to Metal Gear Solid, if he is as good as he is because of Metal Gear Solid, or if he's just that good and can make a, another game as a series as great as Metal Gear Solid,
1: he is fifty-six years old. Okay. uh he will be fifty-seven uh, later this month on the
0: twenty-fourth. you know, it'll be interesting to see if he was basically a one-hit wonder.
1: Well, he did also did uh, Zone of the Enders. Yeah, I mean, it, was, that... it was
0: more of a cult classic, but I mean, I know that that game was beloved by a lot of people, so. Oh, it it, it, it
2: was. Steps. It was, but the main reason it sold so well was you got a demo for what was it, Metal Gear mm, Two? Right. I three, I think. Or three? It was one of the. It was one of them. You got a an early demo, like a very early demo of 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 his next Metal Gear game.
1: All right, so and it I'm, does I'm,
2: have I'm, a cult following, the, and you're looking up. I'm lo-
1: I'm looking up uh, Hideo Kojima games. Uh, obviously, Death Stranding, the Metal Gear series. He also made Snatcher for the Sega CD. He uh, had, uh, made Zone of the Enders, Castlevania's Lords of the Shadow.
2: Oh, really? Uh, he made a Castlevania game.
1: Okay, so I'll retract uh, my one at
0: understatement, because I, I know that that game was really good, uh, Lords of Shadow, and Zone of the Enders is obviously beloved, so... I did not give Hideo Kojima his proper credit. He he can make quite a few things besides Metal Gear Solid,
1: and he was also uh, made Penguin Adventure, and I'm gonna butcher this uh, Shin Okura Notayo, uh, which was, came out for the Game Boy Advance. So there you go. Do you think, all right. like,
0: like, in kind of retrospective with, um, um, oh god, uh, Death Stranding, do you think that lives up to his pedigree? You know, having talked about all those games and, you know, do, like, do you think that that game is good enough to live up to his pedigree? To what people have come to expect of him?
1: Yes. See, the problem with Death Stranding is a lot of people don't understand it. Including, and, and including ask- you. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair... I don't really understand it.
0: Well, like, but, is that, isn't that that bad design, though, or bad storytelling if people cannot, like... Isn't that one of the things where, like, oh, I'm so smart, I can outwit everybody, when it, it's a problem if nobody understands your game. Or at least, well, you know, a lot of it are still mysteries.
1: Well, see, that's the problem. Well, okay. If you followed the Metal Gear series, there were a lot of seeds that were dropped in the first game for the NES that didn't really come to light until Metal Gear Solid 5. So, it, with Death Stranding, I give it a pass as far as the story goes because I'm planning for a deeper story somewhere else. The story that I was told in Death Stranding makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. If that
2: makes sense,
1: it makes sense in the context of the game, but it doesn't make sense in the context of the world. If that if that makes sense. No, it doesn't.
0: But I mean, I I assume it's like one of those things. It's like, oh, you've got to play it. Like you have to be there in order to find this funny.
1: Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like that. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but well, I'm never gonna play it. I mean, it obviously, I know, don't know. I yield. thought
2: about I thought about buying it the other day because it was like I don't know, ten bucks.
1: See with Death Stranding, they took a. Uh, I'm trying to uh, trying to word this without spoiling the game. They a delivery took, simulator. <laughs> the, see, they took an aspect of what made Metal Gear story so compelling, and he brought it over to Death Stranding. But I I, I can't say without spoiling it. We just got to move on.
2: Then don't. You'll have to play it to find out. Yeah.
1: And it's definitely a game you should play, Alex. When it eventually comes on PlayStation Plus, play. I
0: mean, I saw some giant electric
2: whale that looked pretty cool in some. Oh yeah, when it when it comes to plus, I'll take it for free. Absolutely.
1: All right. So yield. I, I put this topic in here for you this week. Okay, which one's that? PlayStation Leaker claims forgotten PS2 and PS3 series is being revived as a PlayStation 5 game. Uh Uh-oh, 2
2: and 3 series? Oh, that that eliminates Siphon Filter if it's a 2 and 3 series.
1: This article is coming from from comicbook.com. A new leak claims that a forgotten PS2, PS3, and PSP series is being revived as a PlayStation 5 game. Back in June, Sony Interactive Entertainment and various series revealed a smattering of PlayStation 5 first party exclusives, including Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, and Ratchet and & Clank Rift Apart. That said, Sony has, plenty of, unaccounted for t- uh, Sony has p- plenty of unaccounted for teams and studios that haven't revealed what they're working on, including Guerrilla Games' second team. We know Guerrilla Games is working on Horizon Forbidden West. We also know that it's a two-game studio, and we want to know that the other team is working on multiplayer. Is working on a multiplayer shooter-based job listings as some of the top-tier channel recruited from Rainbow Six Siege team. The question is, what is the team working on? Well, it's possible it's working on a new Killzone game. After all, Sony and Guerrilla Games have gone back to Killzone a few times at this point. It is certainly one of the most likely options. The other more likely option is a SOCOM reboot which has been rumored here and there. <sighs> now, I said last week, I think SOCOM's coming back as about a Royale game. And still. <sighs> According to the leaker, a SOCOM game is development for the PlayStation 5, and it may even be a launch or launch window game.
0: Still. Well, some of the language in this makes it hard to kind of decipher because they say a forgotten. All the games that people talk about that, oh, are they bringing this back? Are they bringing this back? They're, none of them are forgotten. Like, I don't know if there's a Sony franchise that came out on the PS2 or PS3 that I would claim is forgotten. Obviously, there's somewhere, like, somebody talking about it. So, I mean, maybe well, the use of the word forgotten there is a little bit, you know, they're overusing it. I still think didn't... it's Jack and Daxter because they did release the Jack and Daxter
2: collection on PS3. See, I, I agree. I agree with what I've heard with Siphon Filter, Jack and Daxter, uh, Soul Reaver. Those games have been forgotten. SoCOM, I'm sorry, it's been replaced with uh, Call of Duty.
1: No, oh, come on. It, it has been. Do you do we? SoCOM so is third person. Call of Duty's first person.
2: Okay, still, do we need another military shooter? Do we need another online military shooter? No.
1: But Socom broke down barriers. It was the first game where you could talk into the system and have the game execute your, you know, your commands.
0: Uh, yeah. but I Dreamcast part was part also part the first console to integrate online play, like an online internet connection. And we don't see the Dreamcast coming back.
1: No, but how many people talk about they would love to. How much they love their Dreamcast and would love their Dreamcast.
0: I mean that's back. true, but that doesn't mean that it's coming back. Like one of the things when I brought up Jack and Dexter before, you were like, "Oh, that's impossible because Naughty Dog is," or you maybe said it's unlikely because Naughty Dog is you know working on. They became basically after Uncharted Four, they became like a one-game studio again, and everyone kind of hunkered Uncharted, down
1: after Unch- after Uncharted Three.
0: Oh, okay, Uncharted Three, but you forget that Sony, when they own these properties, like. Sly Cooper 4, Sly Cooper: Thieves in Time. They didn't have Sucker Punch do that, or Sucker Punch didn't do it since Zaru Games did that. And a lot of the collections, like the remakes for Shadow of the Colossus, were done by like Blue Point Games or Blue Point Studio, and then um, Ready at Dawn. So they can always give Jack and Daxter to somebody else because ja- they own the. Ja- they obviously own Jack and Daxter, so they can just give it to another studio. Obviously not Ready at Dawn because Ready at Dawn is owned by Facebook now.
1: And wasn't Killzone a launch title for the PlayStation 4?
0: I, I forgot there was so. a Killzone. See, here's the thing. I think that Killzone was a great thing to put up on the PS3 because of Halo and a lot of the tactical shooters then. I But I think that the Killzone at this point, it's kind of like, yeah, like everyone wanted the Killzone 2 because it looked great. But no one ever was like, man, the Killzone games, yeah, they're good, but. Gameplay wise, like that's not why people wanted Killzone, and I think almost like that franchise should just be left out to rest, because at yep. the, does really people really care about Killzone anymore? Do they really? A lot of people just cared about it because it was Sony's answer to something like Halo or Call of Duty. It was basically Sony's premier shooter, but I feel like that's not really the case anymore. Like I feel I feel like people wanted that game or excited for that game for the wrong reasons, and I did All play right. Zone oh. Killzone and Kill or Killzone Two and Three, and like they Thank were good you. games but, like, not memorable in any way.
1: Yes, Killzone was a launch title. Killzone Shadowfall was the launch title. And it reviewed good. I mean, it got a 73 on Metacritic. uh, I mean, they're good games.
0: I just feel like people touted those games because they were competition and they looked good. But at the core, do people really give a shit about Killzone?
1: I, well, you know I don't give a shit about first-person shooters. All right. Moving on to our next topic. It appears that Warner Brothers Interactive is not up for sale. Uh, In a statement put out by uh, Warner Brothers organization on Friday, August 7th, he gave extensive updates as to the future plans of the company as well as who will be leading certain divisions. In the letter, he mentioned that Warner Brothers Interactive remains part of the studios and networks group. Furthermore, speaking to Deadline, he said, we have a strong initiative about the team of 2,000 software developers that tells interactive stories and the opportunity to go global that is very, very big as well. So, apparently, they are not up for sale.
2: Which is good for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, in an article here, I put in for Levi. Well, oh, so oh, That was a follow-up because
0: Microsoft, everyone said that Microsoft was considering buying Warner Brothers.
1: Oh, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm looking at the time. I'm trying to... We're, we're running really long this week. Uh, topic for Levi Remedy Entertainment is working on a game set in the Control and Alan Wake connected universe. Remedy has confirmed it is working on a future game that takes place in the same universe. Remedy also announced the news alongside the newest trailer for Control's latest expansion, Awe, which is, features a crossover of the two properties in the form of the Federal Bureau of Control investigating what took place in the 2010 Alan Wake. It is the first official Remedy Connected Universe crossover event, but it will not be the last and is only a humble beginning. Remedy gave no further details on if the, ge- on if the game will be a controller Alan Wake game or something else entirely. It only tees that they will be connected in some form. So
0: Alan Wake As came it- out in 2010? Yes. That's, you know, most, a lot of the times you'll hear a game came out this year and you're like, holy shit, that seems like too long ago for that game to come out. I feel like that game came out, you know, more recently. That's one of those games that I feel like came out in the early 2000s like it feels like so much so much longer that that game came out
1: did either one of you guys play control or Alan Wake I no. played
0: Alan Wake on obviously it's you know an Xbox exclusive so um, well I guess it's just say Xbox and PC so you can't play it on the PlayStation consoles I played it on Steam so I did play Alan Wake and I beat it it was a really good game
1: uh, you should play control.
0: Were you the one who was talking all this shit about control, or at least I guess when you when it was coming out, you weren't that excited about it?
1: I uh, no, because what uh, what I played at PAX East two years ago, yeah, two years ago, uh, I wasn't too impressed. Uh, I did play because it's on PlayStation now. Uh, I did I did start playing. I gotta go back to it. I was at, I was enjoying it. So, go back. Uh, this is not in the agenda, but in case anybody wants to know, the Fast and Furious Crossroads game. It's currently out you wanna know know. what I don't care (laughs) I didn't I didn't even realize it was
2: out and neither neither did most anybody unless you were following it
1: alright we
2: are proud supporters of
0: Extra Life Extra Life is a charity organization to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals you can make a team join a team or play by yourself for your local hospital every year we do a 24 hour sometimes 25 hour marathon to raise money this year it's November 7th. Be sure to stop by extra-life.org to check out how you can join and help out. If you want to join our team, just look for the Proven Gamer team when registering. Even if you join a team, you will personally will still be raising money for the hospital you choose. If you would like to donate to us, go to tinyurl.com backslash Proven Gamer 2020, and you can search for our team members there to donate to their page. Play games, kill kids. Man, Steven reads those so much better than I do. Nope. Steven would be a great voiceover person, or, like, somebody who was, like, a voiceover actor, like, for cartoons and video games and whatnot.
1: He actually is a voiceover actor now. Well, I mean, I knew he was involved
0: with some of that stuff, but I didn't know... Did he tell us that, that he was a voice actor?
1: Uh, he did... Well, I don't know if he ever said on the show, but he told me, because, you know, when we talked, that, uh, ever since COVID started, uh, you know, he got laid off of his job, uh, I don't know if it's permanently or temporary, but he started doing voiceover work, and that's how he's making income right now.
0: Well, I mean, hell, if he can make a living off voiceover work, quit what you were doing and go do voiceover work.
1: All right. Now, I have been waiting three days to play this soundbite because Rocksteady has officially announced their new game. Fucking finally. They are making a suicide game. Suicide Squad game.
0: Yeah, be careful like don't f- omit one of those words because it can be real offensive if
1: you uh, <laughs> So, so okay. Leave out the squad part there.
2: So, we're doing a Suicide Squad game. Okay, on to the next subject because that's that's it.
1: Yeah, basically. Uh they're going to announce a few future, future further details August 22nd as part of DC FanDome which is a DC Comics digital fan event. No shit.
0: So, I thought it was a fandom for Washington, D.C., the District
2: of Columbia. You're a,
1: you're a dick. Ah, All right, and...
2: It looks like you're killing Superman.
1: Yes. And uh, in the news I saw today, I get to play the soundbite again. <laughs> Fucking finally. The new Batman game on the PlayStation 4. Five PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Series X, and PC from Warner Brothers. Montreal will apparently be revealed at the same time. We first heard about the Batman game since 2015's ba- This is excuse. We first heard about the first Batman game since 2015's Batman: Arkham Knight last September. However, since then, we haven't heard a peep about the game beyond an odd and vague teaser here and there. That said, it sounds like the painful wait for Batman fans is about to be over. Rocksteady has confirmed it will make its suicide game, uh, reveal of its suicide game during the event, and it looks like Montreal, Man, Warner you Brothers really Montreal, need to
0: keep put squad in there. Did,
1: did I keep saying suicide game? Yes. Okay. As you, Rocksteady has already confirmed it will reveal its new suicide squad game during the event, and it also looks like Warner Bros. Montreal will officially reveal its Batman game uh Jason Schreier, who's a name that's popped up on the show quite often recently, also revealed that the game, its current iteration, Warner Brothers Macho, is working on a gaming Wayne Batman game. But this project was scrapped and remade into the current Batman game, which centers around the Court of Owls. Okay. Yield.
2: I, I don't know anything about the Court of Owls, so I don't know whether to be excited or not. If you don't have the animated series voices in it, then I'm not as excited as I was for the other Arkham games.
0: Alex? I love the Batman villains. I'm not so much kind of knowledgeable on the Court of Owls. I'm, I'm sure that it's come up in the Batman Arkham games and I just either didn't pay attention enough attention to it or it was just kind of like a reference. But, I mean, if it's in the vein of the Batman Arkham games, which is being made by Warner Brothers, so you can expect it will be, I mean, I think that's really good. I I want them to kind of focus and hone their attention away from making the game so big. Like, instead of being like, oh, well, this is the next game in the series, so we have to expand the space. No. Just make sure you have plenty of references, have plenty of characters in there, treat the characters with respect, make it a really good story, and just make it a nice concise game. Don't try to sprawl it out, because that's one of the things that, that drew me away from the series. I loved Arkham City, but when they started talking about, oh, the map is twice as big, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Fuck this shit. Like, don't, don't worry about expanding everything just focus on expanding key gameplay facts expand the story and then give the characters the the treatment and the love they deserve and just do it that way you know make well, a proper gotham knight, city they
1: made but in Ar- in arkham knight they made the city twice as big because they made a new gameplay mechanic called the batmobile
0: yeah but was the batmobile ever like
1: didn't people hate the batmobile yes well, we- I don't know why I love the Batmobile. I that. have
2: I haven't played it yet, so therefore I cannot give you an opinion one way or another. But uh oh, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Majority people hated it, I, and I have no idea why. I to, to be
0: the, fair, does anyone ever say their favorite Arkham game is the Arkham Knight? No.
2: Okay, tricky. Does M- mine's the, Asylum?
1: Yeah, the three of us are split. Uh, yield is asylum. Your city, and I'm knight.
0: Yeah, but usually it's like the Mega Man series. People usually argue which is better, two or three. With Batman, it's usually is it well, city or asylum? Two,
1: two and three Mega Mans are wrong. It's Mega Man four.
0: The fuck are you talking about? Okay, Mega Man four is a game that I've come to appreciate a lot. When I, as I've gotten older,
1: I'm I'm sorry, Alex. Hold on a second. How high your voice got when you said that?
2: Yeah, yeah
1: anyway you, you hit andy, you hit his button wow andy
0: of <laughs> the dual screens fame or Andy of the games cast sorry I, I forget what the the other name of their other podcast is can you help me out it's games cast and what else tricky
1: it's it uh dual screens yeah
0: so uh, sorry I thought they changed the name but Andy host over there would say that Mega Man 3 is the best game
1: and he'd be wrong
0: no well okay well first of all four four is a really good game but if you're going to say, like, really good Mega Man games, 4 is better than 2. I'll give you that. 4 is not better than 11. 4 is not better than X. And 4 is not better than 3.
1: No, you can't You can't bring X into you this. You absolutely
0: can. A, it's a Mega Man X, game.
1: No, we're talking about core Mega Man games. X is not a core Mega Man well, game. not then, then I would say can, can Mega Man 3, in? Mega Man
0: 9, and Mega Man 11 are all better than 4.
1: Well, Despite uh, the fact fair, that 4
0: is a really good game.
1: Uh, to be fair, I, didn't, I have not played 9, 10, or 11, so I can't really comment on those. But of the first eight, 4 is absolutely the best one. Yield, you wanted to say something? No, no.
2: See, I, I've been meaning to try to pick up the Mega Man collections so I can go back and play. The only one I really... I mean, I played. I rented them on and off as a kid. But the only one that we ever owned and really played through, I believe, was 6... So, and and that's the one I beat. So, I, I really don't have a horse in this argument right now.
1: All right, let's, before we go into our topic of the week, let's hear about the other podcasts on the website.
0: If you're listening to this, we want to thank you. Be sure to listen to our other podcasts, Game Stuff and PG Spoilers. All of the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all of the podcast apps on your smart devices, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, and Deezer. Be sure to leave a rating and comments to let us know how we're doing.
1: All right, so Didn't our we topic just have Steven week-
0: read those? They just leave me and yield out. <laughs> no offense no. to yield, more so just leave me out.
1: <laughs> no, because I'm actually going to have you re-record yours. Because yours are a little low. Uh, all right, so our topic of the week this week this uh, week is for the PlayStation State of Play. Oh, 2020.
2: God, that was time of my life I can never get back.
1: All right. Now, before we Spoiler, get started, Spoiler, I was didn't a... watch it because nothing... Well, uh, what?
2: Um, let, let, let me tell you, Alex, you didn't miss anything. So so the reason I didn't watch it is
0: because Tricky gave us the heads up because he did watch it. It seemed like there was nothing eventful that happened, so...
1: There, there wasn't. All right, hold on. Before we go down that path... There was an internal discussion between uh, the three of us uh, because there was really no PlayStation 5 news other than a couple games that uh, uh, was previously announced.
2: Which which I'm perfectly Uh, okay with. I don't know why everybody was so up in arms by the fact there was no PlayStation 5 news.
1: Well, that's the reason why is because as Alex pointed out in our internal conversation, they announced that we were going to be getting more PlayStation 5 news this month. So they did announce that we're going to be getting more PlayStation 5 news in August. They did, but this, one,
2: but this one kind of came up out of nowhere. I thought, maybe I'm wrong. I took it when they announced that it was going to be at the end of the month. Then all of a sudden this week it's like, hey, we're doing a state of play Thursday. and It's like, where did this come from?
1: Well, that that's what caused the confusion. So there is, I don't know if it's going to be another state of play, but there's PlayStation 5 news coming by the end of the month. That's all we know right now. All right, so I'm going to go in order. I'm getting this article from IGN. Uh, I'm just going to go over the news, and if you guys want to talk about any particular thing, which I'm sure the first thing is something Alex is going to want to talk about, just stop me, and we'll have a little bit of discussion about it. Okay. Alex didn't really watch it, so even though I told him to. So. I don't live my life
0: by your rules, Tricky. Right,
2: I'll, yes, tell, you I'll, do. I'll tell you what. I watched it, and it was, it was... The big thing, well, the big thing that they showed should have been showed last, not first, and I, it, it, it didn't appeal to me. Which I, right, which, so, like we said, they all can't be winners.
1: All right. So the first thing they showed off was an overview trailer for Crash Bandicoots for It's About Time. Alex, did you at least watch that trailer? I did not.
0: I mean, I, to be honest, I've seen enough of Crash to know that I want to buy it, and I would really rather not see every bit of the game before I play it.
1: All right, did they? So Crash did, was it the
0: dinosaur gameplay where you're running from the dinosaur?
1: Uh, no, actually, I don't remember the trailer right now.
0: Although I, I have heard that there are that they've revealed a lot of the new characters, or not new characters, but, like, they've showed Entropy, they've also showed off Dingo Dial, and that Dingo Dial will be playable in part of the game, which, I mean, Dingo Dial's one of the fan-favorite bosses, so that's really cool.
1: Not Well, he's not, he's not going to be playable for part of the game, he's playable for the entire game. Every new character is fully playable for the entire game.
0: So, essentially, instead of playing as Crash, you would play as Dingo Dial.
1: Yes. Correct.
0: I don't know, that's weird. I don't know about that.
1: And they also said that they're going to be doing... Some new things as far as uh, mirror levels. They're going to change up the the way certain levels run. Uh, So there's a whole new dynamic thing. They said that you play the game one time. There's still six, seven other times you can go through the game and play. It will be a completely different game. Which sounds interesting. A
2: hundred levels. But I hope they don't tie the trophies to that. Uh, I mean, it's Activision,
1: so there's a good chance.
2: I know. That's why I'm disappointed.
1: All right, uh, now to further disappoint, yield the Hitman trilogy. Well, which hold, is hold on, Tricky. Let
0: me let me ask you s- about this because does that mean okay. that Cortex is no longer the villain? Because if you're going through the same story and or at least the same levels as Crash, as you would with like say D- Dingo Dial or Tiny or whoever you're going to play as, does that make mean that there's no like good versus evil? They're all just kind of in this together.
2: No, there really sh- the game picks up right after Warped.
0: Which is good because we should not forget, but just not include the those other games in the canon.
1: But you also could be able to play full uh, play the game fully through with him too.
2: Well, I I bet you that's after you beat the game initially.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you have to go through the game the first time with Crash only, but after that. Uh, well,
2: Crash or Coco. I wouldn't be surprised if they give you Coco as a playable one off the bat. Yeah. Well,
1: no, she I'm, was she I'm was probably...
2: playable starting in Warped, so.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, Coco. You can play from the start. Okay. As far as as far as everybody else, I don't know, but they said uh, now I I not big on my Crash lore, uh, Alex. So maybe you help me. Dingle Dial was, if I'm correctly, he was the character that gave up villainy to open a bar.
0: Yes. Was that no, after? Well, was that one of those things in the reel for um, Crash Team Racing? Uh, he, I can't remember exactly. I thought I thought one of the storylines because I feel like. They obviously they did CTR Nitro fueled and then the original CTR and then I think I feel like they've had these scrolls after many different games. I thought he stopped to become a firefighter. Um,
1: I don't know. whatever character it was they said that that gave up villainy just to open a bar. His story starts with uh, after his bar got blown gets blown up.
0: I mean it's, it's nice that all of that is included in the storyline that you know they the the cheeky little things the funny little things that they say in these and in the credits reel is you know stuff that actually happens within the universe but uh yeah I don't remember if that was exactly like Dingo Dial I think it might have been somebody else
1: All right next thing we have is the Hitman trilogy uh will be fully playable in PlayStation VR
2: and eh, I I mean if you're a, if you're a big Hitman person and you like VR yeah, I'm I'm sure that's right up
1: your alley And it will be coming out Hitman 3 will be coming out January 2021 Uh, In a game that I've always been interested in but never really played, Braid Anniversary Edition was announced. An upgraded version of Braid, the acclaimed uh, 2008 puzzle platformer, will be released for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in early 2021. The new edition has been, quote, hand-repainted for modern high resolutions, end quote, with nine pixels to every one in the original. It also features new animations, improved sound and music, and hours of developer commentary. Either one of you guys played Braid? I no. did.
0: Uh, it oh, was it was a really fun game. Like the puzzles were really challenging, but yet ones that you could be proud of if you did on your own. And you know, you didn't have to look them up. I mean they, they were possible to do on your own. They weren't just so out of this world that you're like, oh man, I just can't get this. So there was a lot of like pride with beating the puzzles without reading solutions. And it had a nice twist at the end, like something we didn't see a lot of. It was really a novel kind of turn of events. So I mean overall it looked really good. The puzzles were really fun and challenging, yet doable. And the the story and the twist were really effective. I don't know that it needs this. I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, you said it's coming to 4 and 5. Is it coming to the Xbox 2?
1: Well, I'm not sure and I don't think they would have announced that during the state of play.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's a good point. The, The reason I found that weird is because obviously Braid, like Castle Crashers, came to Xbox Live Arcade first and then later came to the PlayStation 3. So, was The Witness that was also... Jonathan Blow, right? Or was his name Jonathan Blow?
1: Uh, you, you, you're. I'm trying to Google one thing at a time here.
0: But uh, the was the Witness exclusive to PlayStation.
1: I think the Witness was actually exclusive to Xbox, and then it came to yes, and it was Jonathan, Jonathan Blow Jonathan is Blow. his
0: name. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Uh, I'm I'm looking up right now if the uh if the remaster is the anniversary plan is planned for wide wide release, No. 21, including PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Series X, Switch, Nintendo's Mac, and Linux.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like honestly, like for most things, like you could say this about a lot of games that are remastered and, and re-released. I, I don't know. For me, if it, if it gets more people to play the game or if it, you know, allows you to pick up the game when you hadn't played it before, I think that's great. And obviously, besides the simple explanation of money, that is a great a reason why a lot of these games come out because maybe you owned you know, or you didn't have the opportunity to get the game in the first place, or you just it just skipped it because you had other things to play, or you just, you know, it's just a game you missed. So, I mean, I think the opportunity to get more people to play it, and especially with updated visuals, like, that's a cool thing. You know, I guess I said before, it's not necessary, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would make the argument that, hey, focus on making new games, but, I, I, I don't, I, you know, I'm not particularly excited about this, because I've already played it, and I won't play it again, but, if it gives you the opportunity to, and I don't mean just tricky, I mean anybody, if it gives you the opportunity to play it, you know, for the first time, I think that's great. Yield. Yo. Did you Did you listen to the discussion? I did listen to the discussion.
2: Well, what's your Your thoughts on this? Remakes, uh, Remakes, reanniversaries are kind of the norm now. I, I I am of the boat, and always have been in the boat of I would rather see you do something new. But do you but, think it's been but, long
0: enough since this game came out? It's been It's been 12
2: years. 12 years? I, I, yeah. I, I would say 12 years, that's okay. Because like you said, I, I have picked up remasters myself because, oh, well, I didn't pick it up the first time around. So, now I'll pick it up. So, it is a good way to introduce people into, into your game. But, like it's, I said, but it's
1: also good. Uh, I'm sorry, you don't want. To no, you go, no, there. go ahead. You're fine. Um, it's also good because when I went to PAX and Naughty Dog was showing off their game there, I think it was Lost Legacy they were showing off. It might have been Uncharted Four. I don't remember. Um, but I asked the, one of the developers. I said, when it comes to the remasters of your games, is do you guys one of the motivating factors of doing a remaster is to make sure you can develop for the new technology because you're taking a project that's already done and all you essentially have to do is upgrade it to work on the new system and it also teaches you how to work the new system. And he he said that's absolutely one of the main reasons why we get remasters. So in a case like Braid, and I don't want to assume that Jonathan Blow is doing it for solely for this reason, but you have to assume that he's using Braid as a way to make sure that he can develop for the PlayStation 5 and the Series X and all that stuff because he's taking a already finished project and all he has to do is transition it, which helps him learn the code and you know, the techniques and everything like that to fully develop a game in the future. So, I mean, that, that's, one, that's one of the reasons why we get remasters a lot now is because developers use that as a way to bridge into the new technology and development for the new systems. That makes sense. All right, moving on here. Spelunky Two release date has been announced, and it's coming to the PlayStation Four on September fifteenth. Okay, moving on. Not a Spelunky fan.
2: I I, I played the one because I got it free on Plus, but it, it's all right.
1: All right, the next VR game, Vader Immortal has release date and it's coming out on August 25th.
2: See, now that would be a game that would almost Get make me reviewer. buy VR.
1: <laughs> uh it's this was originally exclusive to the Oculus. So, it's good news that it's coming out to the PlayStation VR.
2: I, I the, the trailer the trailer looked fun.
1: Yes. Uh as we previously talked, Controls or Expansion has been dated and that will be coming out on August 27th. And as we previously mentioned, it's going to f- feature a glimpse of Alan Wake, confirming that R has is remedy suspected Alan Control Wake crossover. Okay. All right. The next thing we have is Temtem is coming oh, to the PlayStation wow. Five. Wow!
2: It looks like a knockoff Pokemon game. That's exactly <laughs> what it is.
1: That's exactly what it is. It is, is?
2: okay. T- I was watching. Tem-Tem. I was watching this trailer and I'm like, oh wow, a knockoff Pokemon game.
1: Temtem the Pokemon. Pokemon-like MMO is coming to the PlayStation 5 after launching on Steam Early Access earlier this year. Quote, as we look forward to expand our plans for the future of Temtem, we knew we had to embrace the next gen, end quote. Uh, Sony has been very respective and helpful in this decision, so the PlayStation 5 is the perfect fit to start our journey.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I heard that game has gotten quite a bit of traction in Japan, so even though it's kind of very similar to Pokemon that I mean it seems to be doing well from from what I've heard from the, the Pokemon podcast that I listen to but also I mean Sony jumping in there and saying yeah here bring it to Sony like that's kind of like a guess what Nintendo you ain't the only one with a Pokemon game
1: alright next what the hell was that I
0: don't know that was, you that? That was Ashley's youngest Jonah
1: okay is he okay
0: Dude, have you never been around kids before? And how much they scream!
1: No, it Being sounded weird like a- and
0: loud. I mean, well, you have you have a daughter, so let me just enlighten you: young boys are loud and idiotic.
1: It literally sounded like a classic TV death, like "Oh!" Hopefully, you got picked up by your microphone well enough.
0: I mean, it absolutely. There are sound waves there. They're not like super loud, but so so. Before Tricky
2: gets into this.
1: This The next one? Yeah, this one.
2: The the, okay. the trailer had me intrigued right up to the end and then I'm like, nope.
1: All right. Hood Outlaws and Legends has been announced for PlayStation 5. Set during Britain's dark ages, Hood is a third-person 4v4 multiplayer heist game that developer Sumo Newcastle calls a quote dark and gritty reimagining of the Robin Hood legend end quote. I, I, so, I, go ahead. No, I was, I was about to ask you, you said you was hyped until the end. What I, turned you off? I was watching
2: it and, you know, people are sneaking up. You can tell it's medieval. We're taking out knights. We're going to steal chests. I'm like, ooh, kind of a night game. This is kind of cool. And then right at the end, as they're walking up to the chest, oh, look, there's another set of people stealing it. Oh, so this is an online game. This isn't a straight-up story-driven game. I'm out.
1: Ah,
0: it, everything I, about this you said it makes me think of Robin Hood or Payday Robin Hood edition.
2: Because I, four v four makes it sound a little bit better. I figured it was just going to be another, another Dark Age battle Royal Fortnite crap. So the the four v four and the third person makes it a little bit nicer, but still, I no 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 make story driven games. Not everything's got to be centered around online multiplayer. God.
1: <sighs> All right, Alex, I, I encourage you to go watch this uh, the trailer because the trailer is actually pretty cool.
2: It is the trail's really cool up until the end.
1: All right, and then we got trailers and gameplay for the following games: Bug Snacks, oh, which God. I my my uh, wife
2: my wife actually said she's embarrassed for Sony for continually showing that.
1: Uh, Godfall, we got a deep dive into their trailer. I'm have actually
2: absolutely no interest in that game.
1: Wow, I have I have a lot of interest in that no, game.
2: No, absolutely
1: none. Uh, Even in the eight- cheap
2: bin, none.
1: We got a new trailer for The Pathless. That
2: looks like fun.
1: That looks like a fun game. Uh, the next game we're going to skip because there's controversy with it yet, and I don't know all the controversy, so I don't want to advertise it yet. And that, it looked confusing. Uh, then we have uh, Anno, A-N-N-O, uh, which that's also confusing. Uh, we got a trailer for Genshin Impact. Then which, we got which, if a trailer. You're
2: an RPG guy, you'd probably love it.
1: Uh, we got a trailer for The Pedestrian. what looked which, kind
2: of interesting. Like, neat little it, puzzle game.
1: And yeah, it's also a little weird. And then we got a trailer for Auto Chess. Which, no thank you. Uh, I'm a chess guy, but yeah, no. Alright, so, uh, overall thoughts. Uh, I was going to say Alex, but Alex didn't watch it. Yield, your overall thoughts.
2: Uh, like I said, Crash should have been at the end. Not the first game you showed. Um, I mean, I know you're trying to push Bug Snacks, but no, Crash mm-hmm. should have been. You should have started with Bug Snacks, you
1: and mean, end, you, you mean and, they're not pushing Temtem,
2: and ended with Crash. No, because Crash is the game everybody's been wanting, so you end with that instead of starting with that. Because all of a sudden the show started, I was off doing something else, and I'm like, oh wait, we're talking about Crash. Why are we starting yeah. with this? And then, yeah. like I said, the Vader VR. It's almost something that gets me to buy VR because it actually looked pretty cool. And then you had me sold on Hood and Outlaws until you revealed that it was multiplayer. And then I was like, nope, I'm out.
1: Well, you know why they started with Crash, right? They started with the PlayStation 4 game and ended with the PlayStation 5 game.
2: Well, then you should have ended it with uh, the Pathless instead of Bug (laughs) Snacks.
1: No, they ended it all with Godfall.
2: Or, okay, even ending it with Godfall, you should have ended it with The, the Pathless. Because even Godfall, I mean, I don't know, I'm a minority in this one. I could care less.
1: Alright, Alex, I know you didn't watch it, but anything here that you want to recap real quick?
0: I mean, I think Crash is big. It's obviously not a 1st party game, but Crash is still, for the most part, tied to Sony and PlayStation. So... You know, it's exciting to see more of that game, and I think that it's the right moment, since they just revealed it after so much rumors and, and so much speculation over the past year about a new Crash game. It's nice that Sony was the first one to be able to show it. It's, it's going to be a huge game, I think, especially given the sales of Crash Team Racing and the Insane Trilogy. But most of those other stuff, I mean, yeah, they want to focus on Godfall, because Godfall is a big title for them, a big exclusive title in the, in the fall forum. So... Yeah. I don't know. It almost seems basically like what you based on what you all said that this didn't need to be a, another state of play. It feels like you could have cut all this stuff in half and attach it to the state of play we got previously and then the next state of play that they're going to do, which inevitably will be to talk about the PlayStation 5. Like it just feels oh, like oh, it was yeah. like a, hey, it's the middle of summer and there's not much going on. We're going to grab your attention with this by showing you a lot of games that will be on the 4 and the 5. But I, I feel like this is just kind of one of those things that didn't need to happen. Like, it wasn't necessary. Like, it, it's like a transition from one, like, state of play to the next. It's almost like the Wii U. It's like a transition that didn't need to happen in between the Wii and the Switch. So, I mean, I'm sure there was you know, some good information that was given out, and they showed some cool games. It just feel like they could have diced this up and, and attached it to two other state of plays instead of having three state of plays.
1: All right, overall, I was impressed with it. Uh, I mean, it was m- mediocre, but, I mean, for a state of play, not a large studio show, uh, st- uh, stadium show, I thought it was all right. Like I said, I was very impressed with Hood. Uh, I'm not really a Crash guy, but I can appreciate that. Control, I'd like, you know, I did. I really didn't pay attention to the trailer so much because I didn't know if it was going to spoil some of the game, and I'm still going through that. Splunky. I really don't care about. Braid, I really didn't care about. Hitman, I was... It's cool that I played in VR, but I think that's going to give me motion sickness, so I'm not probably not going to play it that way. And like I said, uh, Temtem—that's uh, a game I might buy for Sweet Mama D. I
0: was going to say I've already got one Pokemon game in my life; I don't need another one.
1: Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Peace so, out. Uh, yeah, not yet. Do we do we forget the questions thing on Facebook? No, we got nope. Going to questions next after this
2: be sure to follow us on all of our social media feeds just look for Proven Gamer on Twitter and Facebook be sure to also join the Trophy Horse Facebook group at facebook.com backslash groups backslash TW Podcast in the group is where you can ask questions for us to answer on the show you can also send us an email via the Troy Memorial email that address is trophyhorse at provengamer.com or if you would rather leave us a voicemail you can call us at 330-proven9 that's 330-776-8369. You can watch our videos on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proving Gamer. You can also catch us streaming at twitch.tv backslash Proven Gamer. And you can catch Tricky streaming for Extra Life every Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv backslash Extra Life for Kids. Remember, that's the number four, not the word.
1: All right. I forgot to post in the Facebook group because... It's been a long freaking week. <laughs> That's more what I was pointed to. Did we forget that? No. Uh, well, brand uh, Homer, uh, government names. Uh, he did leave us a question in the group. He says, uh, what, what is your games uh, guys game of the year so far? Mine has been AC back black flag. Although I think Bioshock infinite is going to give it a run for its money. Uh, the question is a little off because neither one of those games came out this year. No, but it's,
2: but it's what he has first played. So to him, that's his game of the year.
1: So my, my question is, what is the best game you guys played this year? It does not have to be a game that came out this year.
2: Okay. Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Alex. That
0: took the words right out of my mouth. It's, it's ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. i Last of Us 2 was a really good game, but I'm enjoying Ghost of Tsushima a, a lot more.
2: Ooh. I really,
0: really love the world that Sucker Punch has created, and yeah, it, it's one of those games that... I, I generally don't like open-world games because there's so much to do, and it like it makes me anxious to have so many different objectives on the map that I have to go to, because that's what happened to me with Infamous, and that's what kind of broke me on Sandbox Games. But this, like, it, this world is so... Um, it's so beautiful, and even if I, I don't find necessarily the characters, I mean, there are some characters that I really like. I really like Norio, I like Yuna, so there, there are a lot of great characters in this game. Previously, I'd said they're, they're a little bland. That more is, like, Jin and his uncle, uh, Lord Shimura, but I do like some of the characters, and I do really like the story with the, um, with the Khan, who you fight. Like, he's, you know, they make him out to be, like, brutish, but also, besides being brutal, he's also very cunning and smart. So they give you an enemy that's not only very like, you know, a, a very strong fighter, but also a very smart one. So, I mean, I think they've done a really good job with the characters more than I probably gave them credit for in the pa- in the past. Again, you know, even if the samurais are a little bit kind of a uh, bland, you know, you, you get a lot of great story out of the ronin's. So, I mean, there there is a lot to love about this game not just the look of it. But uh, yeah, I'd say it's it's Ghost of Tsushima cuz I yield at some point you'll get into the duels. And yeah, like, the, the game has kind of like boss fights and duels. Once you get into the duels proper, once you get into the second act, it, it's like, it'll make you appreciate more of the side quests because that's one of the great things about this game is the the story is, is a lot of fun to go through, but the side quest, they, even though there are a lot of them, they are really enjoyable to do, as opposed to a lot of other open world games where it's just kind of like cookie cutter. These, I mean, yeah, you'll do a lot of the same things, but it's really fun to do them.
1: All right, some of the questions uh, Yield already answered in the group. He said, go to Tsushima. Andrew, who we had on the show, also says, go to Tsushima. Uh, Joseph Priestley from the Game Stuff podcast.
0: Wait, Andrew? Uh, we didn't have Andrew on the show.
1: We've had Andrew on the show. When? Maybe a month or two ago. That was Mark. Oh, we had Andrew on the show, didn't we? Andrew Middlemas? Yeah. No, we didn't. I'm going to message him right now. I'm pretty sure we've had him on the show. We had York
0: and we had, um, uh, we had Levi.
1: Have we had you on TW ever? Okay. Uh, as I wait for an answer, because uh, he was active three minutes ago on Facebook. Uh, Joseph Priestley, he says, Final, Sans- Final Fantasy Seven Remake or Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? And then Lucia, who's a former host of the show, says Kakarot is ridiculously underrated.
0: Well, I think also because there have been so many mediocre Dragon Ball Z games that a lot of people probably didn't give it a chance from the start.
1: Oh, somebody and somebody just like that, and that was yield. <laughs> yield disliked liked Mar- Lucia's uh, comment.
2: Well, because it uh, is underrated. Uh, I need to get back and finish that game. Ooh, that could be part of my backlog beat, or that could be part of my legit side quest.
1: Kakarot, you you play Kakarot?
2: I started it. I haven't finished it. I got sidetracked with when I got quarantined. I dove into all my backlog stuff.
1: All right. Uh, and do I even need to give my answer yet, or?
2: Well, yeah, well, we know role.
0: that it's some Japanese graphic novel that you played. Uh,
1: it definitely is not. It is The Last of Us Part Two.
0: What what aspect of it, because, you know, I, I went on a little monologue there about Ghost of Tsushima. What do you feel out aspect of The Last of Us that makes it stand head and shoulders above other games that have come out this year?
1: Rather right.
0: than
2: your fanboyism, take that out.
1: <sighs> okay. Uh, Okay, well, to be fair, I'm not saying Ghost of Tsushima, even though that is a contender. I'm not saying it because I have not gotten that far into it yet, so I can't really give an opinion on it. So this may change, which would be very shocking for me to pick another game other than The Last of Us. But The Last of Us 2 was exactly... What I wanted from the sequel, it played exactly the same with, and the improvements that they made, the fact of the shivs, the 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 storyline, and I really respect. Even though I know it's a major major aggravation with people, I really like that Naughty Dog said, "Fuck your feelings. This is the story we're going to tell," and that's the story they told. That's what I. That's why I like the game because it had the balls to stand on its own and say. Fuck what you loved about the first game. We're making these decisions, and you're going to have to live with it, and that's what I respect about the game.
0: One of the things, like, I feel like Ghost of Tsushima, it does everything really well, and I think, you know, 8.3, which is the score out of 100 on Metacritic, I think it's it, it sells it short because overall I think it's a better game than The Last of Us, and, you know, I, I think it deserves at least, a, like I think it deserves a 9, I you know, anywhere between 8.5 and 9. But I feel like it did everything really well and did some aspects better than any other game. And mostly, you know, in the visuals. But The Last of Us, I think that it's a really good game and I think it deserves, like, a lot of the praise it got and it did not deserve to be review-bombed at all. It's it's one of those, it's a really heavy game in a way that most games aren't emotionally taxing. And the story, like, people are going to complain about the story. I get it, that you don't like the way things went down. Because it wasn't the most happy, cheery, sunshiny story. The way they told it, though, and the way everything unfurled, it was done really effectively, and they succeeded very well in doing what they wanted to do, in telling the story they wanted to do. So it was really well written and really well developed. Now, my only issues with The Last of Us, I have two is- big issues with The Last of Us, and that, and, and, and I'm not, you know, as far as it being too long, I've, I've said it feels too long. I'll take that out of it, okay? The two issues and spoiler, skip ahead 20 seconds. Oh well, yields here. Yield. Do you want to hear yeah. this or do you want to?
1: No, don't don't spoil for you. Okay.
0: Well, I've I've mentioned on here too, like a one big issue. It, like okay. Well, I guess just take that out then, tricky. Um, but overall, uh, like I think that the big problem with the Last of Us that people are having it's not with the, the quality of the gameplay. It's not with the actual quality of the story. It's just what happens, and I feel like it's unfair to Naughty Dog and unfair to the game just be, to to downgrade the game. Because you don't like the way the story unfurled, I you know I think that you can disagree with the story but still recognize it was well written and it was effective. So
1: all right, uh, before we close out the show, uh, I just scroll on Facebook and I have some sad news, gentlemen. Kamala has passed away.
0: Who? Damn Kamala. wrestler, former WB wrestler, Kamala. That's that's really sad because I mean I grew I grew up with Kamala and him feuding with the Undertaker, and uh, that is that is that da- very sad indeed. R- rest in peace, Kamala.
1: You you know who he is now?
0: No. Did you, you know, did you watch early nineties WB? No. Okay, well that explains why. I mean he he wrestled in other territories like in the eighties he wrestled in in territories and not necessarily for WCW or WBF, but he's he's most known for his time in WBF and his feud with the Undertaker casket yeah. matches so, and whatnot.
1: I I, th- I think he just doesn't recognize the name. Uh, Yield, I'm sending you a picture right now inside of Skype. There you go. Nah, no, still don't know.
2: Really? Yeah. Okay. Alright.
0: This portion of the show is brought to you by Amazon. If you could and would, Please stop by Proving Gamer first and click on any Amazon link and continue with your normal shopping. doesn't cost you anything extra and helps the site pay the bills.
1: All right, let's close out the show with some shout outs. Alex, we'll start with you, sir.
0: I will give a shout out to the listeners, the fans, the fuel to the fire that is trophy whores. Thank you all for continuing to push in the show to push the show to even greater heights. Thank you all for your continued support, which allows us to be on so many platforms, which has allowed the show to thrive and continue to grow after so many years. Give a shout out to Homer, who every Thursday now we will be playing, and then we as Yield and I over here will be playing with Homer on Twitch. With uh, some Rocket League, about an hour, hour and a half, maybe sometimes two hours. But uh, coming over to Twitch to and watch them. us on Thursday night, starting at seven, to uh, to watch us try to better ourselves and you know improve our record in Rocket League. Give a shout out to Tricky and Yield for recording tonight. And last but not least, I'll give a shout out to my awesome girl from Ashley. I love you, honey. And that will be the end of my shout outs for
1: this week. Yeah, I'm going to interrupt you, Ashley. She hasn't responded to me if my Facebook message. Well, in she's two weeks.
0: she's sick. She knows she's smarter than all of us because she knows the best way to deal with you is to not
2: deal with you.
1: Yo, <laughs> your you shout out, sir.
2: Shout out to Alex and Tricky for recording night. Shout out to you, all the pimps and madams of the Hordeum, Thank you for doing everything that you do. A shout out to Homer for uh, hosting some Rocket League, whether we twitch it or not. That's that's. Him and Tricky's thing, but it's fun to play with some people for Rocket League. A shout out to the Push Two Plat Group for having me on their 69th episode. And shout out to Sucker Punch, Ghost of Tsushima, Game of the Year. Love it. Go get it if you haven't already. That's it. I'm out.
1: And I want to give a shout out to the goddess, shout out to Sweet Mama D, shout out to the listeners. Thank you very much. And if there's nothing else until next week, happy trophy hunting. Peace out. Later trophy hunters. Save your last me your last words.